When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Saturday, October the 2nd. You are watching The Meta Show. I am so proud to have all of you here, all of you, ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages from 1 to 92, ready to sit here and watch me, Brisker Ball, your host, alongside our sublime Padishah Emperor of the Imperium himself, the Matani. <laughs> Hi, guys. We made it. Listen, I know you guys are all freaking out because we made it two weeks in a row without me getting like some weird ailment that kept us off the show. But it happened. So we're here and we're here for you. Hi, boss. I, I, uh, I, I'm sitting here realizing that now it's my turn to have difficulties because I decided to be an idiot and clear all of my everything right before the show and so i'm gonna have trouble hearing things here for a second so now now you know brisk gets a lot of heat but brisk hosts the show and makes everything actually happen so press all the buttons yes exactly press every button um anyway so forget all this uh I, brisk can you say something real quick here? i can say anything you need can you hear me are you yeah, are so you doing okay I, i'm just I'm, I'm going without the earpiece we're we're, we're 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 dropping this because i'm just hearing you straight from zoom today and so well, that's it. rather than we're, i'm just going to free myself from my little mr smith uh style agent you smith are no longer shackled earpiece. to the in-ear we'll, monitor we'll just let the zoom flow i like it all i like all it. right there we go yeah how are so, you today uh i'm good I'm good. Uh, things are things are really interesting. Like we've uh, space chores have um, reached an amusing point. So as you guys probably know, Saturday is a big day in uh, the Imperium in terms of just meetings and making the ship of state sail. Uh, sort of like how we also have firesides on Sundays and stuff like that. So international organization that means Saturdays and Sundays are a thing, and it's really kind of satisfying. Um, when I see the results of our after victory bureaucracy sort of forced March sprint, right? We did all this moon policy stuff because when we won the war, we won it, won it very abruptly and there was just a ton of policy work to do. And now the Illum meetings are, are you know, we're, we're a few weeks ahead. I might be eating these words later, but um, I'm, I'm feeling really happy with the directions things are going. And it's interesting, like space geopolitics are interesting again because we were like, we blew up a keep star. Apparently sharded armor was Pappy Snowden. Uh, not me. I think that somebody needs to. We got to get to that. That's going to be good. We're going we're to get to that. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. We got maybe crab modules. Like stuff is stuff is popping off in space. So I'm I'm in a pretty good mood. I'm in a pretty good mood. I am as well. And one of the other reasons why I'm in a pretty good mood is we are 19 days, ladies and gentlemen, from Eve Vegas. If you are not coming to hang out with us in Eve Vegas, what the hell is wrong with you? October 22nd to the 24th at Circa. Right off the strip on Fremont Street. I like to say Fremont because it triggers people. But Fremont. Fremont Street, we've spent a lot of time on Fremont Street. The Imperium has over the years. Now we've decided to make it permanent. We're going to go over there to Circa. This place is a billion-dollar casino. It just opened. 
The sports book is supposed to be amazing. There's all kinds of stuff for everybody to do. And you get to hang out with me and Matani and Merkel Chen and Anominate and all of your other favorite space pals. So if you have not made up your mind whether or not you're coming to E Vegas, get your ass moving. You got 19 days until we're kicking it off. And we hope wow, to see you that all there. Mind blowing. 19 know, right? days. It's crazy. I, I've been nose to the grindstone working on various projects. And so that's like, you know, I, I've been mentally speaking, I was like, Vegas is like a month away kind of thing. And now I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's 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 two and a half weeks. OK, all right. All right. We're doing this. Um, it's going to be a blast. And I've missed hanging, you know, like, you know, we have to be concerned about the Delta stuff and whatever. But I think everybody's going to wear masks and we're going to be as reasonably cautious as possible. And everybody there should be vaccinated like adults. Uh, and it should be a great time. And I've, I've missed you nerds. I've missed, uh, you know, particularly the, you know, the Imperium crew. I'm not going to lie. Cause I'm so used to being able to run around the world and hang out with my space buddies all around the place and just be, it'll be really nice to finally have like a normal station on the cross. This is a thing we do e Vegas. So I'm really looking forward to that. God I am as well. And I think that's, it's going to be fun. We're finally going to be able to get back to some, a little bit of semblance of normalcy. And if you can't do that, let me throw something else out there for you guys. Mrs. Brisk, my wife, who is one of the stars of Rampage Incorporated, she it never almost never gets on camera. She does get on camera every once in a while, but she can't come to Vegas because thanks to COVID, our childcare situation doesn't make it possible for both parents to leave for four days at the same time. Yikes. So because she can't make it to Vegas, we're bringing the party to her. We will be doing a January Eve meet in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. For those of you outside the United States, the capital of the world. We got a lot of airports. We got a lot of hotels. Come hang out with us. It'll be January 14th to the 17th. There's more information I will provide later in the show uh, when I go and get the Eventbrite stuff, and I'll put it out there for you. We got a good block of hotel rooms. You can get a hotel room in D.C. in Georgetown, the chic part of town, for 99 bucks because my wife is the queen of getting people to do what she wants when they don't want to. So we have that all set up for you guys. Vegas first, DC, January. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have a lot of fun uh, doing all this kind of stuff. Second thing, as you can see, as part of our meta show, Changing Backgrounds, we are in a special place in EVE Online for the background of the show today. I hope you it's guys really know cool where we are. It, you kind of should know. We spent a lot of time there. You know, in January. So some sort of some so, sort of a big event might might have happened at, at, the, there was, at that place. There was like a thing there. So <laughs> just be aware of this as we get started. So very brief at the stop at the top of the show, I wanted to acknowledge yesterday uh, we had a sino vigil in one DQ for a dearly departed member of the Imperium. Mm -hmm. uh, Ledeji Lupo, who was a GSOL director someone that Matani and many others had worked with on a daily basis for many, many years, passed away to cancer. We had, a, we had a, a, a long vigil for him. It was a great time. We had a lot of friends out there. Everybody was, was being respectful. I got doomsday. So it was like a regular day in Eve. That's, that's always appropriate. But I, I think for all of us, it, this is the kind of thing. And unfortunately with Eve, this game's almost 20 years old. We've grown up with this game. Some of us started growing up a lot sooner than others did. And we, t we seem to lose people quite a bit, uh, especially over the last couple of years. So it's, it's a shame we're very, we're going to miss him. And I didn't know if you wanted to say anything, but you worked with him all the time. Uh, you know, well, I at least wanted to acknowledge that on the show today. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where it, it's one of the, 
most fulfilling, but also one of the, the rougher parts of, of leadership in video games for, for anyone, right? Like this is, this is the thing that I think that as gamers collectively, as we, as a cohort age, particularly the people who are in the Nintendo generation uh, and uh, the ones that were ahead of the game ahead of us, um, you know, we are, we are getting older and we are losing folks. And one of the things that uh, I am thankful for is, is that in the Eve community, one of the things that is nice about Eve is that you can really know somebody and know them, not just through hearing about them, but seeing their deeds, their actions, their, you know, what, what they did, what an impact they made. Um, and the fact that we have uh, a ritual sort of that is specific to, to losing someone in Eve online, I think um, it, it's terrible to, to have to have so many sign vigils. It just breaks my fucking heart. But on the other hand, it's wonderful that we have Sino vigils because one of the things about Eve is that, you know, in, in the modern world, people can be alienated from one another. You might not necessarily know people, people, especially with the plague times, people pass away. But one of the great things about this goddamn video game is, is that your friends online and Eve will remember you and will mark your passing. There will be a memorial and you will, your name will never be forgotten as long as any of us are around. Um, so Lupo was a logistics director during the roughest possible time one could be a logistics director which is uh during the 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 war being around and helping out with all that and it's really sad because one day uh he just you know we didn't know about this until a few weeks after it happened and it was um extra heartbreaking because we didn't know anything was wrong and then we found out about three weeks after the fact uh when um his wife uh informed people on his facebook page and so uh it was a it was a particularly rough loss because it it you know i think inherently degree there's a degree of guilt and like oh my god we you know how did we not know which we had known ah so Rip Lupo, you will never be forgotten. And that goes for any of us who, as long as we know that one of us has passed, we'll make sure your passing is marked and you will be remembered. So uh, that's that. All right. And with that note, we're going to move on to the rest of the show. Today, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have some CCP stuff, but most of the stuff we have, we have a lot of NullSec politics. We haven't done NullSec politics in a while because there hasn't been anything. We but got now, some finally, again. Right, we're getting some politics, so we're going to talk about the big news right. of the week, which is Brave Collective is getting their stuff, getting off the couch and geminate, and they're going to go take their own space in Pure Blind. That is our top story of the day. So I would like to say... A big thank you to our dear friend, Dunk Dinkle, for doing his town Something. hall on a Friday, not immediately after the Meta Show, so that we would have news and audio for all of you people to watch today. Now, last week, I gave Shattered Armor a hard time because he scheduled his town hall for immediately after the Meta Show. But you know the best part of his town hall was, boss? That he's Pakistan. No, 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 we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> that all he told them was, we're going to tell you what we're going to do in a week. I mean, the, the well, he number well, he of... trained at the feet of the masters. Like he, he right? had like a year and a half of practice learning how to say that they're going to announce an announcement from Elf Boy and Piggles himself. So like there's probably no better protege 
in EVO Online right now who has the better experience about trying to dodge the meta show while announcing an announcement. So, uh, Shardard, you know, you really got to give the guy credit. <laughs> I, I mean, look, it's not – he learned. He totally learned. I, did. I just It just made me laugh. It made me laugh. But I thank – don't thank you ass. for doing what you did so that we have audio. So we have audio. We have a post from Shattered talking about it. I will go to our handy-dandy new uh, screen here, and we're going to look at this stuff together. That's me. That's me and Mittens. It's like Inception. It's kind of cool. But oh, here wow. we go. This is a, a brand new military update from Shattered Armor talking about how after the end of of the collapse of Pappy, the end of World War B, they're getting ready to go. They are moving to 5ZXX Tech K in pure blind. They're going to begin an offensive against Banderlog's Alliance and Flying Dangerous. Let me show you guys what the region looks like. So here is... Here is our handy-dandy map of EVE Online, at least this part of it. The northern section, you can see where Pure Blind is. Let me get my pen out and ready to go so I can... My pen is out. There we go. All right. Pure Blind is right here. They are in Geminate right now. They have to go here, okay? That's where they're moving. They're moving about three or four jumps over. This space is currently occupied as as uh, Shattered noted in his speech, by a bunch of random people who will kick their asses. And this is something that I think is interesting, because, and, and we're going to get to some audio that Dunk talked about before. There are people living here, and they're not renters. If you guys have been in Pure Blind at all, you have fought Banderlogs. These guys are one of the hardcore Russian crew that lives there. They will fuck you up. Are they, they trying to? What about the other? Are the other ones like? I, I'm going to interrupt your flow here for a second because I knew about the Banderlogs thing, but these other guys, you know, Pure Blind is not normally like on my radar too much. I know Banderlogs have been there forever because we have a, a history with them, uh, some good, some bad. Uh, but you know, they're they're Russians, and the usual Imperium policy is to never get involved in in Russian on Russian violence. These other guys that Brave is also invading, the ones you mentioned, whose names I've already forgotten. Uh, what time zone are they in? Because I, I just don't know. I, th th I uh, do not know a lot about Flying Dangerous. They have okay. far fewer numbers. They've only got 200 knows, people. Let us know, guys. Uh, right. Yeah, so fly, Flying Dangerous. Oh, they're okay. French? Okay, these guys. Oh, to toilet Paper is another group that they have to go clear out space. They are, and I'll, I'll pull this up again. They are over here. Um, the Toilet Paper group is over here in this area. Those guys are French. Banderlogs is all in this area here. And then you've got... It looks like they're gonna they're gonna start the fight over here with these guys uh, flying dangerously. In addition, this is their staging, five Z, right in the center of the NPC space here in Pure Blind. Okay, so that's where they're gonna be. So now, they're 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 turning into a moa right where the dick hits the balls is is what I'm getting. That's exactly correct. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. They're in, they're moa now. That's it. Now um, the hmm. the funny thing is this area. I mean, this area is is good area for us. Uh, let me pull this up uh, back up here again, because if you notice, Pure Blind, it it's it comes right off a Lone Trek. We can get easily get stuff in here. Mm -hmm. SNS has a, a, a Karma fleet routinely bases out of Torinos, which is right right. I mean, basically Torinos, and let me pull the system map up, and I'll show you. Torinos, damn it, I, I clicked the wrong button. No. All right. Torinos and 
an EC tack here at the bottom of the screen, which is a little bit off here. Let me let me go to my center screen. Uh, this system here is the entrance from HiSec from Torinos into PureBlind. That's going to be the new Kevers head GP. Yeah. That's where you're going to see all these guys getting bottled because it's right on the route to get where they need to go. And it's the main, one of the main routes in. They can also go from Saranen, which we all know very well, and yeah. come in this way as well. But both of those areas are, are areas of space that are easy to stop people from coming through. So I'm looking forward to that. This we should is, have some um, fun there. Yeah, th this is, a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel some, some yes minister here for, uh, let me... Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a very uh very brave very brave very very very, brave. very courageous brave. courageous courageous very brave move um you know th they have some options there it doesn't necessarily have to look like an immediate disaster because they can say they're they're going to be attacking vander logs but you know generally speaking telegraphing an invasion before you've actually done it and launching an invasion against a russian time zone group is you know you, you don't want to i i mean i i am very biased like i if it's actually i think in both versions of uh in both volumes of empires of eve uh andrew Groen makes a comment about how the matani has this thing of because you know we, when we grew up as goons in this game the russians were our blood brothers when nobody else would be friends with us and so we just always had this sort of russian non-interference policy of like just why on earth would you want to fight Russians unless you, unless they attacked you and you had to, but like, you know, you don't like, uh, so, you know, willingly going from a non-Russian, like one of the challenges they're going to have is just time zones, but I think that they can live in NPC pure blind and sort themselves out. Uh, I might, you know, uh, good luck. I mean, one of the things that's interesting about this is like <laughs> the, the, you know, I can't criticize the move too much because we have inherently restricted the options of a large chunk of the galaxy because we have been making it very clear that there are certain no go zones that like, you know, if you try to come in here, our tantrum radius and you're one of the Pappy remnants and the entire galaxy is Pappy remnants, we're going to try to, to, to wreak havoc. Um, so, you know, if Geminate wasn't working out, what other options do they have? Like they kind of had to go someplace NPC space. Uh, and you know, there's, there's no shame in that. I, I don't think that there's anything like, you know, we're, we're Geminate didn't work out. We're going to pure blind to reestablish ourselves, uh, maybe committing to attacking a Russian Alliance out of the gates before you've even put your ground, your foot down such, you know, now they have advanced warning, like you're, you're telling people that you're going to be attacking them weeks before you actually are there and able to reject power. So, you know, I, I, I seriously, like I said last week, I think that we're going to have like an unsolicited, you know, autocrat advice <laughs> segment on the, on the meta show occasionally is, uh, you know, just, just, if you're going to invade somebody, don't do it. Pro God. Oh, of course their military director is both Pappy Snowden and sharded armor at the same time. We'll get to that. And, their whole thing was always telegraphing their moves. One of the reasons why we knew the war was coming is because Pappy blew the entire galaxy and told everyone that they were going to invade us months in advance, which allowed us to prepare for it and beat them all. But just just, just saying, I know you guys have learned from the masters of telegraphing who you're going to invade before you get there, but maybe next time before you plan on invading a Russian alliance when you don't have that much ability to project power and you're already in a weakened state and you're going to be doing a fucking move op, Maybe you could have just not told them. Maybe you could have planned to attack Banderlogs and kept it secret. 
But if I guess the guy who's Maybe. in charge of running the military is the big leaker, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe what to they're counting on none of them speaking English or watching the meta show, which we know is obviously not true. Yeah. They have lots of Russian friends who pay attention yeah. to stuff that maybe they would, maybe just wouldn't notice or maybe they wouldn't hear it. But hey, guess what? Wow. It's all out there. We're putting your shit on the streets. Sorry, Barf. All right. Wow. Okay. Dunk gave his his uh, his town hall, and I want to play some some clips from it because there are a couple of things that he said that I found interesting that I think we can all appreciate. And then we're going to move on to the Pappy Snowden uh, outing. All right. The first is I'm just going to play this. This is this is his intro to the town hall, and it just struck me funny. Okay. All right, everyone. Uh, let's get started here. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm Dunk Dinkle, your Alliance CEO, and I want to give you a brief update about what's going on before we get onto this strat up. Uh, Mittens, let me ask you a question. You do firesides every Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to announce to the fireside who you are? That you're the head of the Imperium, that you're the head of Goonsform Federation. Have you ever had to say that? It just you know, that, what, that whole thing struck me Dunk as funny because it's like so Dunk has to tell his own people Dunk who is, he is. I, I think it's a different audience. Like Dunk, Dunk is really good at the media savvy stuff. Like credit to where it's due. Like, because think of it, we all kind of like brave newbies at a certain level. We want to like brave newbies because we like Dunk. And it's Shardard and a bunch of fucking lamer people who apparently hated the Imperium so much that they would dedicate so much of their time to try to burn us down. Brave was one of the most dedicated group of line members dedicated to that. But, you know, I, I think that Dunk knows, uh, especially after several of the articles, uh, I'm, I'm coming to his defense on this one because, you know, uh, he his one of his town halls was uh, linked in the Polygon article, I think PC Gamer as well. And so I think he introduces himself in the same way that we introduce ourselves at the start of the show because he's kind of realizing that Brave right now is is sort of Right now, this is the drama. This is the drama we have right now in post war Eve. So, you know, I'm going to, that's, that's my, my reaction. I'm going to give him a pass on that. That's so. fair. That, and that's perfectly fair. I just thought it was funny because it is funny. It is funny. Nobody, I mean, come on. Dunk is one of the most famous players in the game. I would think people would know, especially the folks in his own alliance. But anyway, I digress. Apparently, we are ass clowns for bringing this up. That's fine. I have I been called totally worse than that Guilty by better people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the next thing that he said, after he announces that they're going to pure blind was something that I found very interesting. And I wish I could have found, I had time to find the audio from six or seven months ago, but Donk has always argued and he argued to his own people during the Vietnam war that he could not leave, that he could not be independent, that there was no way for a group like brave to be independent because the bigger groups would just gobble them up. So they had to pick a side and they chose the pappy side. Now they're singing a different kind of tunes. Let me let me play this for you. After the last few years, we've decided to stay out of a coalition and go independent for the most part. So while Winterco and Pandemic Horde have been good to us as we have regrouped in Geminit, we will be basically dropping blue status. So that means at some point we will be unbluing Winterco and um, being independent. Unblowing Winterco, unblowing Horde, they're going to be independent. Now, I understand why they're doing it, and it makes sense, but what I hear when I hear Brave is going to be independent, I hear everybody go farm Brave. I mean, that's what I hear. I hear yeah. Pure Blind is going to be content territory. You've got 15,000 characters on paper, which is maybe, you know, 2,000 actual people that are playing the yeah. game actively. 
they're going to be in this space. They're going to be not blue to anyone. So where do you go for content? Well, you used to go to catch. Now you go to pure blind. Okay. I mean, I'm fine with that. I just think it's, it's, it's interesting that they would pick this time to go independent, but here's the funny part. They're going independent from Winterco. They're going independent from Horde. And they're saying there's no blue donut, but let me, uh, and I'll play that for you in a second, but here's what he says next about the move and what they're going to be doing immediately. So going into pure blind, um, I'll say that we do have an understanding with Volta about this. Oh, we won't be blue to Volta, but they want fun neighbors. And there'll be more details to follow about all that. So it's very fun important neighbors. that you listen to your FCs. This is funny. It is important for you to shoot what you are told to shoot and not go doing whatever you feel like doing just because they're gray at this time. So we will go weapons free at some point. But for now, please do as asked and do not freelance. Follow the orders of your FCs. This, okay, that, I mean, that's, that's, it's funny. Like, normally goons are the ones who have the trigger-happy thing going on, but I, didn't, I never thought of the brave guys as being super bloodthirsty, that they kill anything that's gray anywhere near them. I thought well, that was interesting. They're bloodthirsty against the fucking Imperium, because apparently their line members hate our guts, like I said. But, you know, that's yeah. That's true. But um, I thought, so, so they're independent, but they're going to lean on Volta as a crutch as they're taking the region. That's interesting to me. And I know Volta, they, they have tended to be uh, independent, but those guys are scary. And and I, I think that makes sense. But it just surprised me that in the first breath, we're independent. We're not blowing anybody up. And here he said this too, which I think is interesting. Let me play this real quick. So while Winterco and Pandemic Horde have been good to us as we have regrouped in Geminit, we will be basically dropping blue status. So that means at some point we will be unbluing Winterco and um, being independent. Now, being independent has some advantages, but it also means there's no easy bat phones for us. So definitely, we will not be in the blue donut. No blue donut. So they're out of the blue donut, but they still have friends, but they're not blue to them. I mean, is that not what we were accused of with Test before the war? Imperial Legacy, we were blue troll. We had a nip, but we weren't allied with them. But that was bad. I mean, I, it just it just strikes me as funny, you know, that that they're proclaiming their independence while remaining codependent on Volta. I thought that was an interesting thing. There uh, you go. Okay, yeah, I, I need to make sure that I don't accidentally leak some stuff like I always do. <laughs> uh, I was, you know, I, I have a little bit of intel uh, related to some of these things, but I don't want to. Um, I, I wanted to check. Yeah, you look, you know, it, it's a tough situation. Uh, one of the things that I think is also happening here, well, it might be one of the reasons why Dunk is introducing himself and we're seeing a bunch of, uh, also Dunk, I think your voice sounds great. Uh, you, you know, that don't, don't have to worry about that. He was saying that in chat. Uh, one of the reasons why Dunk is so charismatic is he has that very gravelly, serious, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being straight. I listen you. when he speaks. It's like EF Hutton. Yeah, I listen. No, he's, 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 he's an ENTJ, credit words too. Um, but you know, some of their options might have been to go go to syndicate, go to, you know, but there's no real good safe place to go. You might lose your members. Where I wanted to go with that before I got distracted by by Dunk's voice uh, was uh, there are definitely a bunch of internal power struggles happening, happening in Brave. And so maybe one of the reasons why some of these things don't always make sense to outsiders is kind of like the same way that, you know, if you're a criminal watcher or you're you're trying to understand the Imperium by scooping our excavator drones like Olmeca Gold does, is that we don't necessarily have a great picture of what's happening because clearly you have 
sharded armor who may or may not be the the big leaker all this time and then you have dunk dinkle and you know i'm on team dunk because i like dunk uh but unfortunately most of the people who were in brave and showing up day to day playing the video game uh have made it very very clear from their actions that you know it doesn't matter how much you think dunk is a good 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 dude if uh, you know, Pappy Snowden is going to try to run around and blew up the galaxy to try to kill you. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm really curious to see how it's going to play out just because it's like, I kind of have to wait to see how the cards fall, right? Like they, they got to get from Geminate to there, all of these internal struggles of corpse leaving. Like I don't really tr keep track of the line by line brave stuff, which is one of the reasons why it was funny when they'd always accuse us of like spying on their, their council and trying to like manipulate, like, you know, I don't even recognize the names of 90%. Like I usually pay attention to Alliance leaders and uh, maybe they're number two or number threes. If they're number two and number threes have like seized control of the Alliance and like, oh, it's like, you know, this guy driving the, driving the bus. Um, so we'll have to see what happens, but there's definitely been a lot of brave drama. It could be a huge opportunity for them. Uh, you know, we're, we're you know, I, I think one of the challenges is though, whenever somebody plays a card in this game first, like if you are, um, if not much is happening in the game, right? Like right now, we're all sort of waiting for the crab stuff to come in. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, you know, there's possibly some conflict between AOM and FRT because that's always a thing. So that's that's sort of pending and in, in the works. And here you have a scenario where Brave has played a card. They said, we're going here and we're going to attack these guys. So essentially, they play their card first. And now everybody who has cards to play around Nullsec is going, you know, who's, who's going who's gonna to react to this? Who's going to go where? What's it going to be? So maybe it's going to work out fine for them. Uh, I think it's just interesting because somebody's now played a card and we're going to see a lot more stuff happen as people react and plan around that. I'm very curious to see how many former Pappy uh, basically just try to immediately farm and beat up on Brave. I mean, I think it's going to be a non-zero number of them. I think that unfortunately Absolutely. For them that... Uh, you know, if if PanFam starts harvesting Brave, it's real bad news because there's not a legacy anymore. Like there's not there's not like a if PanFam and Winterco decide that they just want to farm Brave for content, uh, just to have something to do, then there's there's nobody that's going to protect them, and not me, not us. Like you know, you you, you earned that spot. You know, we're not going to go out of our way to to strangle you in the crib because everybody else in the gallery. We might, we might, we might. I'm not going to tell our guys to not go shoot brave. Like our guys are going to go to pure well, blind. I'll tell you right like now, we're going to shoot brave. We're it's gonna not, shoot it's brave. not, it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. No. Like it, it's you. You move to NPC pure blind. That is that is like our our backyard. Uh, you know, I'm not going to like do a full deployment out there or something like that because nature is going to take its course. But the question is, is brave even going to get to? pure blind in any kind of organizational condition to be able to try to put down heavy assets before a whole bunch of bored former pappy and just bored you know people who want who want to fight go like oh okay we're doing it in the galactic northwest again it's on so i all eyes are on pure blind now which is something that i'm kind of delighted to say i'm delighted to say that all eyes are, are on pure blind now because one all eyes are not on dell for the first time in a long ass time and two it's just so delightfully unexpected like oh Okay. All right. This is great. You're blind. Draw in like pure blind. Fireworks on the monument behind us. It's like I'm happy with this. I yeah. 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 It's a celebration. We're celebrating. Yeah. yeah. I want to. I want to make pure popcorn. Blind. I, I I love I love happy on happy violence because all the pappies can say that they are not pappies anymore. But to me, you're all still pappy. Once a pappy, always Once a, a pappy. pappy. Always a pappy. There you so, go. So you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. But it's exciting. It's all it's right. nice. Like. It, more people are playing Eve too. That's another thing that's going on is that we're, we're noticing the PCU 
you know, I, I looked the other day and it was above 30K uh, for the first time I'd seen in a hot minute. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Also, once again, just a great chance to remind everybody that the PC <laughs> crisis go. was literally Elfboy Gobbins, Elfboy Villy and Pickles' fault. Uh, and that has now been proven in the data. Never try to make a blue donut again, you fucking dumbasses. Okay. We don't I like think it. That's it. It's bad. Yep. Yep. All right. M moving on, the next bit of brave news. So, as you have been told by certain people who know everything and are quick to tell you that they know everything, including our dear friend Matterall, <laughs> the other one. Okay. Yeah. The other one. He's your friend, I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He knows the Matani. Pappy Snowden. The leaker of leakers who has been providing the fun-filled drama for us from the internal super-secret areas of the coalition formerly known as Pappy. He was accused, or the, 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 at least the conventional wisdom, because of Matterall's philosophy, and of course we, we instantly agreed with him because it made perfect sense to us, mm -hmm. that Pappy Snowden was the Matani. I mean, of course, who else could be that good? But it turns out maybe we were all wrong. Uh, I think it's. I think it's true. I think it's. Uh, we were all wrong. You know why? Because we have leaks from Brave Internal Communications, where Shattered Armor is talking nice about the Imperium and the and the title of the thread because he's being so nice about it. Is Happy Snowden revealed? Let me show you guys this stuff. This is great. So in this conversation. He says, somebody says to him, and, and of course the names have been blacked out to protect the innocent. It's safe Ooh. to say the plan is not going well for you guys. You're trying to implode Pappy to create an independent NullSec PVP alliance, which is kind of what they ended up doing. Shattered responds with, well, I still feel the leaks got us out of the war, which was ultimately the best outcome for Brave. There was no chance Dunk would let us join goons, no matter how clear it was to me, it was the best choice. Shattered thinks that joining goons is the best choice. This is the greatest thing that I have ever heard. And I will say this just for the record, the leaks didn't get you guys out of the war. You losing got you out of the war. Sorry. Let me just cl clarify that for the record. Can you believe uh, that? I mean, that's just hilarious. Somebody's I, saying, you know, not not never, the least. That's the wrong thing. Like, I, I'm 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 so confused. I, I, I'm just <laughs> I, 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 I saw this and I'm, I'm just so, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I, I have run with the joke about, you know, Matterall accusing me of being Pappy Snowden all this entire time. And now I kind of feel like a dumbass because never in my wildest dreams would I, I thought that it would be shattered armor and, yeah. and so i i don't know what to believe like i feel like i feel like you know when we're in the dunk dinkle drama zone we're like talking about geopolitics for navigating an alliance through a difficult post-war chessboard and it's all nuts and bolts like eve grand strategy stuff and then when we go into the kool-aid drinker shattered armor more zone of the brave drama I feel like I'm in an Alex Jones thing all of a sudden because I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't know what to make heads or tails of because on the one hand, this Norman guy who has been leaking things, it's not the it's not the Norman that does it's not our Norman. Be, I wish like, it was our Norman. Yeah, it's some other guy who's Norman. you know who leaks brave stuff. 
Um, and I honestly can't tell you whether uh, these uh, logs that he's posting are legitimate. It does look like they're snipped from lots of context. Code, so Chartered could have been talking about something else. Uh, but one of the things that makes me think it's legit is the grammar is so terrible. I've had to read a lot of Chartered Armor <laughs> text logs over would've. the last year and a would've. half. Would have, right? Would have left. Uh, and Pappy Snowden is barely literate. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that's supposed to know I, I'm, I'm the Matani. And I'm like, you know, cause it, it's such a dumbass thing. Cause like sharded armor for the entire war spent all of his time trying to murder Goonswarm. And he was one of the biggest reasons why Dunk got into the situations where he's got to clean up the mess because he didn't yank the leash of this idiot unhousebroken child who fucked up his alliance. But apparently a lot of his alliance really did just want to kill the Imperium because those guys turned up. So, you know, whatever actions, not words. Right. But, but, but that, that's know, the funny thing when, like when he goes he in here. He's saying he's saying that like Chartered is now saying that dunk was like he was the girl i i dunk was I, the girl i'm the john travolta meme right now i'm just like okay okay <laughs> so uh i thought it was an original sinners guy i, I thought it, i thought it was you know i, I thought think it we was all thought it was brother bob or 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 pittsburgh yeah, or one I, of those guys I, I, you know um, and now we think now it's now it looks like it's sharded, but I mean, I'm kind of disappointed because I can't joke about me being Pappy Snowden anymore, but because uh, we know, know who it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just I have to laugh. And then the the, the next the next statement, and we'll get off of this because it's just if you <laughs> would have sense. brought brave to goons, you would have been leading about half of an alliance. Lol. I love that it, it got would have what have and then would have with so many people would leave. And then shard is like. The people that would have, would have left because it was so ingrained in their heads that Gurgoons aren't worth the effort to keep around anyway. Damn. I saw this and my first response, and I, I'll pull up, I'll scroll down here because I think my comment is in here somewhere. I said, if this is real, I almost feel bad for making fun of Sharded so much because he doesn't hate us. And I thought it was weird. I never thought that of all the people inside Barv that were goon fans, that Shattered Armor would be one of them. That just the, the it, idea of that never crossed my mind. The, the, I, I can't tell if these things are are are, are fa like has has Shattered Shattered like sorry like I I'm so I'm so discombobulated by this that I forgot to use my we forgot to use the nicknames Shattered Armor. Uh, so yeah, Shattered Armor has he has he denied this or has he said I like, haven't this seen is a leak? But to say like you know what is happening here? I haven't <laughs> seen anything that would that would be contrary to him, or at least I've not seen anything saying that this is not true that this was not it's real. So dumb! It's so dumb. That's why I'm like I think it 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 could actually be real because he's exactly that kind of like he was just desperately licking Piggle's ass for the entire war and he is the exact sort of person who would turn on a dime dime and sell all of his friends out and claim that he was always like pro goon anyway because I manifestly know that chartered armor was not pro goon at all. The black right. hand was doing lots of things. Well, Pappy Snowden might have been Pappy Snowdening. The Black Hand was doing Black Hand shit. We used our entire espionage operation for the entire war, a year and a half, and we scaled it the fuck up. So I know what Shattered Armor was saying during the war, and he was not singing any kind of pro-goon tunes, but he's exactly the kind of go guy that sort of like, uh, you know, 
uh, try not to make American political reference, but he's exactly the kind of guy who would just turn on a dime and be like, I was never into that. I never liked that. I was always pro goon. It was those other guys that were goon and were leading us to this bad situation. And I sharded armor. And so he is exactly the kind of guy that would see that the, the war was not going his way because he helped run it into the fucking ground because he's a goddamn idiot and then turn around and sell out all of his friends, blaming them for his own position. So it's entirely in character. The grammar is there. The stupid venality is there. I don't know. It could be. It could be. And, and listen, I think it's hilarious because to me, I'm going to make another World War II reference because Boat's not here, so I'll do it. But this reminds me of the general, and I can't remember which one it was, that was all like Operation Market Garden, World War II. We're going to take three bridges. It's going to be great. We're going to march right into Berlin. And then the whole thing collapses. And he always he goes Monty out there reference? and says, well, I always said Monty, I yeah, thought it Montgomery. was a bridge too far. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just yeah, hilarious. Uh, was it Monty? Yeah. That was Monty. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's just, uh, you turn around after you fought a whole war telling everybody how shit we are. And like, well, if you don't, if you were like all Gurgoons now, well, we don't want you in Brave anyway. That's weird. All right. So, well, you know, the previous leaks, uh, something, sorry, I just, yes, go ahead. Keep going. Somebody else brought this up in chat that made something trigger in my brain, which is to be fair to this Norman leaker, whoever he is, uh, he, uh, like what was, what was the, the big leak that Dunk denied publicly from like, what was it like two weeks ago when they said that brave was going to go to pure blind and did they say that they're going to go to pure blind and then like attack russians like that that leak from last time i don't know well, the, the, what, we... so what so what, this is again this is what i said when we, we we brought that up on the show last week and i have to laugh because this is textbook villy style dithering where there's a leak and the leak says brave is moving to pure blind they're leaving right now Winter Cove is going to help them take the space. Okay. 90% of that was true. The only thing that wasn't true was the Winter Cove part, but that happened after the leak because it was found out and the Winter Cove said, we're not going to do it. So Dunk says, Reddit is a lie. Well, what was the lie? Well, the lie was obviously. I believe it was true. I mean, I, I was like, I don't know anything about this Norman thing. Like, it could be random chat logs, like whatever. And then when there was an official denial, I was like, okay, that's probably what it is. <laughs> okay, sorry, my people guys, tell just... me it wasn't Monty. It was Frederick Browning, a different general. But anyway, okay. regardless, I don't want to get too bogged down. But the whole point is they do this thing like where you get 95% of what's, what's correct and there's one thing that's not accurate. Oh, that's a lie. Villa used to do that shit to me all the time, and it's exasperating because you get the bulk and the spirit of the news correct, but one thing is misstated, and that turns everything into a lie. No, that's because not how it works. He's a chicken shit little bitch, and he likes no. grasping at straws, and that's what people like that do. Anyway. Anyway. Wow. So okay. moving on, we've done enough. For that. that is the brave news for the day. We have some other Eve stuff. All right, so for the last thing that's to wrap this up, and it's very quick. Uh, the last... Happy Keep Star, the last test Keep Star anywhere oh, around baby. that we want to blow up and curse is dead. It's gone. It blew up. Shout out to my boy, Twickerham Screwdriver. That is Waking T, the, one of the FCs for and its alt. That's the second time he got top damage on a curse Keep Star in the span of a week. He also got top damage on the UTEC Q Keep Star. You're my boy. I was very pleased to be there. And the most amazing part of so the death good. of this Keepstar was 
I didn't die. I wasn't doomsday. Like, I, 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 I was, I was like, I, I was like, okay, like, w- what is this? Right. Like that is, that is a, the closest, that is like, you know, the, 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 the biggest sign I have seen yet that like, oh, oh, okay. They got the message. Like they didn't, nobody interfered with that op, which is nice on the meta show. We said, please don't interfere with this because anybody that interferes with this, we're going to say, oh, you're helping test. We're going to you know, slate some of your shit for demolition. People didn't. Great. But, you know, come on, Tess, you could have at least doomsday brisk. Right? I mean, listen, <laughs> if a keep star dies in curse and I, I don't get doomsdayed, did it really gun, die? Are we sure it's dead? I can't be sure. There's a kill mail, but I don't know. Especially, I love the fact that we killed this thing and I didn't die this time because this fucking thing killed me three times before when we were refing it. So I, wow. I survived this time. Three Ravens down, but I made it this time. Thank you. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to go on to Piercing the Corporate Veil. We're going to talk a little bit about the new Concord Beacons, the Crab Modules. I love the fact that they kept that name. They told us about that name when they first started working on this on the CSM, and I lobbied heavily along with the rest of the CSM. We're like, you can't change that name. It needs to stay the Crab Module. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, that, that. We're going to show you some of the scope video, and if we have time, I'll actually run one of these sites, or at least I'll try to. Uh, uh, on CC while we're on the show. You'll get to see us play Eve on an Eve show. This is like a first for us. So here we go, piercing the corporate veil. So they announced on Tuesday, summon the swarm. I love the fact that it's called the swarm, by the way, because, hey, you know that, that's us. You know We're the swarm. Brave Capsuleers. Lowercase b, just saying. They are, brace yourselves to open the portal to a new form of capital gameplay coming to New Eden. The Concord Rogue Analysis Beacon is a deployable that's been developed to in, to research the increasing number of, uh, of rogue drones, blah, 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 blah. Listen, one of the things that I campaigned on, one of the things that we have been talking about here on the Meta Show for quite a long time, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and throw this video up. So we can watch the scope while we are uh, sitting here talking. Um, is we need to get capitals in space. The industry changes, the scarcity changes have made it very difficult to get capitals in space. People are very unwilling to risk them because they're so expensive. And those that have them can't do anything with them. So they sit in hangars empty for the vast majority of the time. That's not good for the game. It's not good for the people that own these. It's not good for the people that are trying to sell them, even though nobody's doing that right now because you can't build any. Everybody's just sitting on their stockpiles. But the reality is hunters need something to hunt to get more isk in the game because of all the scarcity changes. There needs to be something added to make it possible to get these ships in space. This is what they've come up with. It's this this crab module. Essentially what it is, it's a beacon that you deploy in space. It allows you to run a site that are designed both with the with the with the idea that it requires a capital to use it and at the same time it provides a significant enough reward that it's worth the risk to put that capital in space. So essentially you drop this beacon your capital is tethered to it for three minutes at a minimum, 
It takes 20 minutes to run the site, and and if you don't do it, I think either within 20 or 40 minutes, the 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 site despawns, the can explodes. But the goal is you get ticks of bounty isk, but you also get modules and loot at the end that provide a significant benefit. That's where a lot of the money's coming from, and they're gonna they're gonna do all kinds of stuff with the loot tables as we understand it. So, thank God. these are gonna be okay. cool if they get them right. The problem I find, at least so far that I've seen, is these seem these things seem to be geared towards dreads. The carriers tend to get chewed up pretty hard. Supers tend to get chewed up pretty hard. Titans can't hit any of the stuff because they don't have hog guns anymore. So I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, unless you can find, unless somebody's figured out a, a fit for a, like a super hog style tracking titan that can handle this thing, I don't know if this is going to be a great site for titans, but. I think right now we're seeing everybody's out there. These are on CC. It gives everybody a chance to go and look at these, test them out, see how they're going to work. I know there has been some talk on Reddit that the risk versus reward is is imbalanced and people aren't going to run these in any of the places where hunters can get to them. So that's kind of a thing where we're all trying to figure out what exactly uh, this is going to do. But, boss, I wanted to have you – I'm going to go ahead and run one of these or at least try mm -hmm. to do that while we're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's kind of interesting. This is the first time we've had a, really had a chance to see a capital PVE type scenario that's not like running a sanctum or, or just uh, you know ratting in general or or mining with a rockwall. So here uh, we yeah. go. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead and do this if on CC. To, yeah, if you need to to focus on that, I can run my mouth for a little bit. Keep while going. You, uh... Let's chat okay, while we so, do it. So basically, like I, I'm. I'm of several minds about this. First of all, I think it's great that CCV is finally doing something to add content to the game that they have been beating on and starving for content and then blaming us for having a war. Like, you know, whatever. Like, there's there's a whole bunch of fingers that can be pointed about the scarcity situation and the fact that, what was I saying last week on the meta show, that they busted the capital, you know, sort of supply chain so badly and they didn't understand it that you literally, you know, nobody's like all of these dreads and stuff that are getting used are pre-built stockpiles. So one of the things that Brisk was alluding to earlier that is critical because Eve's economy is incredibly complicated. And like I said at the beginning of the scarcity nonsense, it's kind of like these guys just started, you know, they stayed at a Holiday Inn Express overnight and they went into reactor control room and started just throwing wrenches around and stuff started broke, breaking. And they'd be like, oh, well, this is, we planned on doing this and we planned on having it such that people couldn't really build a new dreadnought for, <laughs> you know, wyverns costing 95 billion isk to build. So, uh, it's good to see that some corrective action is being taken. Um, one of the things that Brisk touched on is that you need to provide a reason for capitals to be in space because it gives the capital players something to do when there isn't a war. It gives the people that want to shoot the capital players something to do when there isn't a war. It gives the people that want to build the capital ships to sell them to the capital ratters that got them blown up something to build. So you're starting getting a demand cycle. One of the issues that we have right now in EVE Online is, is that they essentially shell-shocked the economy to the point that normally there would be some sort of like a, you know, an attempt to inject liquidity into EVE or just, just to get people building again. But literally CCP does not seem to have understood that they fucked up. Like, I, I don't think CCP, even if I say it on the meta show with a CSM member as my co-host that, Nobody's built new dreadnoughts for like five months and it costs 95 billion is to build a fucking wyvern. I don't I, I don't think that that's getting over there to Iceland. So putting all that yep. aside, 
Uh, I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's interesting that it's based on dreadnoughts. Uh, I'm, I, if they add a carrier thing too, that's great. I personally am delighted that it's dreadnoughts, which if I say that I'm delighted by it, that means that CCD might nerf it because Gurgoons. But personally, as an Alliance leader, I love the idea that we have a strong incentive for people to get as many like skilled, skilled into tons of Hodreds, like, gee, gosh, if everybody in the Imperium had the, the three characters for P, like, you know, we have 40 Rorquals, huge groups of carriers. If you, CCP wants to make it such that, you know, using Dreadnoughts and PVE is uh, useful, I'll... Uh... <laughs> right? I mean, that, I'm not going to complain if they can do that. That makes me a very you know? happy man. Like, as, as uh, for somebody sitting in the big chair, please... Um, but dreads are great. I love dreads. I, I've I, some of the best fights that I've ever had in Eve Online uh, have always been dread drops, and, and they're just amazing. They're intense, and so I love dreadnoughts. I love to see more things with dreadnoughts. Yay, dreadnoughts! Uh, you know, I think that they should also give something for the carrier pilots to do while they're they're doing this. And you know, we'll see how it is. But I don't want to. I'm glad that they're doing the thing. So walk us through what we got here, Risk. I see that you so are at the beacon now i'm at the beacon i i warped to 100 at a planet um i dropped this off the the way the deployable works is that you you can't get near a lot of these things uh it needs to be a hundred thousand away from another one it needs to be 500 kilometers away from any kind of control to any kind of pos hundred thousand hundred thousand kilometers away from any kind of stargate station upwell structure any that kind of stuff 500 minimum distance from from the ess you can't use them in wormhole space. You can't use them in Potchfin. You can't use them in abyssal dead space, and you can't use them in dead space in general. The max lifetime is an hour, and it's they're they're pretty tanky. They've got about fifty thousand EHP, you know, shield armor and structure. And when you when you launch one of these, um, let me make sure it's, it it'll it'll show up on the overview if you have it up. So you can see here shows up concord rogue analysis beacon now i'm not going to go into siege when this thing goes because i don't have any strant in my dread because i was lazy and didn't bother fitting it completely but I, that that's not the point because i don't really care about this stuff so i have to begin the link i think here begin link right here you click on that and that what it does i i can't tether i can't cloak and i'm stuck here and then there's a it's a placeholder it's link bonus like, yeah, like it gives me a bit of a damage resistance but i'm kind of stuck and i'm i'm sitting here linking to this thing and now i'm waiting for it to find rats and the rats will come in and start shooting at it and i will have to start shooting at them i'm using a hodred uh this was a fit that i've had for a long time i don't know if it's any good anymore it's got a web and a, and a, and a, a scram are you going to be able to hit those things without going I, into siege mode if you don't have strat well, I, that's a good question. We'll find out. We're about to find out. We're going to find out. <laughs> um, I've got dual reppers on this because I can't, you know, you're in a dread, so you can't, if you're siege, you can't get reps from a fax or anything. Uh, but the, basically, as I understand it, these sites are designed for capitals, but a subcap fleet could run them if you didn't want to leave a cap on grit. You have you have to link it up to get this thing going. And that, But once once it's going and the site is, is available and everybody and, and the rats are coming in, you could theoretically say warp in a couple marauders and get the cap off grid although the price is kind of be the same if you have that many i do know that that a lot of folks have been trying to figure out or how can i run these with subcaps i know marauders can do it 
I'm not sure how how other types of ships have been have been successful or not in this. I'm sure we're going to start seeing people figure this out. You uh, you have a, a grapple on that thing? Do I have they, a grapple come, and I have a, I have in, a screen. Do they come into so. grapple range? Like we're going to find out. I mean, we're I guess you're sitting out. there. So yeah, let, so you're let, sitting let, here. So wait and see. Bart, if yeah. you want to bring me some strat, that's fine. I'm in Poitot. Uh, so just uh, move me to to Mteco, and then uh, you guys can move. I, a lot uh, of people to, in uh, chat are saying like nobody FC. would use these in a, in a ship where you're nobody would risk these in a ship where you, you're stuck. And uh, you know, I, I think that you'll see certainly in the Imperium if it, if it doesn't suck, like if the gameplay doesn't suck and it's valuable to do it, like people will absolutely do it. You just are going to have to be adults and organize defenses and accept some losses and stuff. Like you know, that's but that's the thing is like. You know, you, you it's it, it's on CCB to tune it such that it's worth risking a dreadnought. It's a challenge when a dreadnought is like north of eight billion isk in this. Right. Like you know, you know, I don't even want to know about the build cost right now. But, you know, CCB is going to have to do something to get people, you know, it's got to be good enough to make it worth risking uh, a Hodred to, to do one of these things. I mean, we will definitely do it in Delve. We'll probably lose a fair few of them just as the process of, you know, dialing in how to do it. Um, but we will see. So you're, you're sitting here waiting. And sitting here waiting. We have another minute and 13 seconds before this is fully linked. And I think at okay, that point so is when you I get... See. You start the link and then you right. hold your dick. But the whole three. point is, is like, this thing goes up and you're stuck here for three minutes, this is the time when you're most vulnerable, where the hunters are going to be trying to be out there trying to catch guys when they first link. Now, what can link to this? Uh, most capitals can. I know Rockwells cannot. I know Faxes cannot. So the combat, I, I'm not sure about, I would assume Orcas cannot either. It looks like all the combat uh, capitals can link to one of these and start running one of these sites. Um, I think that, that that's kind of interesting. It requires anchoring three, which I think most folks will have. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it has a specific, it doesn't have a specific uh, list here. And the description is pending, so we don't know what it, how it's going to be described uh, yet. All right, we are 15 seconds away. We should start seeing some rats warping in here, and then I'll see if this thing can actually hit. I'm curious to see if Brisk is going to be able to hit the rats if, you know, this is this is amazing. Live fire testing. Thank God for the test server. That's it. All right. Now, all this stuff is done. I've got a minute, wind down, and then I could warp off if I wanted to. Oh, I see. So the whole point is now that this thing is live, now it's 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 link. You can see it's doing stuff. It's so it's you, like you blinking leave, things into but, space you know, here. Logically, you would probably be in siege and still be vulnerable to to being attacked by right. by hunters, right? You you no and you know you're a dreadnought, but no strong. Yeah, right. I mean, I could I could theoretically now warp back, get the strong, come back out and clear the site, uh, but I'm I'm not too worried about it. And if I die, I die. It's it's uh, who cares? It's the test server, yeah. It's a test server. Um. Yeah, this 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 dread with this fit cost me uh, twenty three thousand isk, I think. All right, so there are new rats. Apparently, there are rats here shooting me. Here we go. Oh, I'm dying on the other overview. screen. Uh, let me fix my overview so I can get this on here. Add rogue drone entities. There we go. All right, so infested abaddon, infested eagle. Here, we're gonna shoot these guys. There's one. Can I hit him? I can hit him barely, but he's doing, look at the chunk. I mean, he's doing some serious damage here. You know, he's knocking 20, 28, 64. I mean, this is a lot. 
Now, granted, I'm armor fit, so I'm not too worried about this at this point. It's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, I'm hitting. I'm hitting the battleship. I'll, we'll see if I can hit the drone. All right. I got decloaked and blown up in M2, which is how <laughs> almost every single one of these ends. That's fine. It's perfectly okay. This is what happens. Uh, these guys are. This guy's all right. This guy's in web range now, so I have him webbed. He's not going very fast anyway. That's kind of. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they get that close. This other drone, this eagle here, uh, is. Well, obviously that's. It says infested eagle, but it's a drone picture. They're gonna probably have to fix that. Uh, but that's interesting. So, let me get that back here. Yeah, I, I, think that, I think that it's probably balanced around you, you strontin it up. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously I'm doing all right and like, I can probably keep up with, uh, with the damage here with my reppers. Um, there's a time. I mean, there's a time limit. This thing lasts for an hour. It's going to take a little while. There's an infested raven that just warped in. Apparently, Strand is on the way. Somebody's going to deliver us some Strand here. All right. Well, uh, we, it may get here before the show's over, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, but I think. I mean, look. From a from a purely like CCP perspective, this is new high end content for capital pilots. We don't see that very much anymore and i think it's cool that that this is a thing that we're going to be able to start you know playing with um the big question and i think what we're always going to have to focus on is balancing risk versus reward is the risk going to be worth the reward and i don't know i mean i my understanding is that that this is balanced now that the the ticks are 50 60 million isk plus you're also going to get uh the loot at the end I'm not sure if they have completely decided what the loot tables are going to be, but I understand it's going to be worthwhile. And I think this is going to put, I think for at least for, for a good section of the game, it's going to put uh, it's going to put people back into space. Let me open up my ship here, my fleet hangar, let everybody in. What is this going to do to the indexes? So, like, you know, the, the dynamic bounty system where, like, you know, if you have a bunch of Hodreds moving through an area where subcap players are normally trying to do subcap stuffing, is this going to, like, interact with that mechanic where, like, we can't do, like, Hodred crab farming in the same industrial zone as where we have everybody else trying to, to, to run sites? Do, do you like that? That is that is a, a legitimate question from like an organizational perspective because you know if these things are keyed to the same indexes, then you know you sort of need to have your intensive capital farming zone separated from everybody else, right? You see where I'm going with that? Yeah, totally. And I think I think what, the big speculation about these has been, in addition to this site being added, and I'll I'll show you here uh, on my. Well, I don't know if this is going to show up. It's not going to show up. If you look here. There's this green thing that's added next to the 0, 0.0 section of this. It's called interference. We don't know what that is yet. Hmm. Now, we don't know. And, and as far as I understand it, I, I, I don't know whether or not the system's bounty risk modifier is going to apply to the ratting ticks. But even if it does, I think my understanding is that the loot, the bulk of the loot on these is going to come from the modules and the loot that you get at the end, the bulk of the, the wealth that's going to be generated is going to come from the modules that you get at the end. 
So what happens is you kill all of these things, and then at the end, uh, you open up this module. You open up the the crab. Oh, so and the crab beacon sort of is a regulator and just hands you your loot. Thank you right. for risking your capital. I see. That's convenient. And, but the, okay. and here's the cool thing: the hunters for the for the first minute or so, only you can get access to the module. But after the first minute, anybody can blow this thing up and steal the stuff. So that gives, I mean, the, the hunters have an incentive to come after you to kill your ship, but they can also take the stuff from the site as well. So that provides them with a benefit too. So I, I feel like they did a pretty good job in order to, uh, to set these things up so that there's reasons for the guys that are PVEing to run them. There's reasons for the guys who are PVPing not only to to go and find these guys to fight them, but also to stick around and get the loot. So they're making money too, in addition to whatever they're getting from killing uh, the capital on grids. So I kind of li I like this. I like this better than if they had just created some kind of an anomaly type thing. I like it better than if they had uh, the one thing I was absolutely 100% against was this being in some kind of dead space pocket or this being in some kind of a place where you couldn't get anybody to 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 attack you because that would have been bullshit like i the absolute last thing we wanted was to make this hard where like the only place you could pvp is at at the entrance like an ESS. There's a, there's a container. You know? Somebody's delivered you a container that I think has a present full of Stronton. Oh, yay. Yeah, so I got some Stront. Slam open that, slam that sucker in the magic box and see what we got. Here we go. Ah, uh, look at that. All right. Fuel bay. I can siege now. Holy yeah, shit. Let's, uh, it's turn, amazing. Turn that rev on, baby. Let's see what we can do. All right. So here, time. let's see what we can do with this set properly. All right. I am now sieged. Let's see how fast we can kill this guy. My DPS has gone up to 3461. This infested eagle is dying a lot quicker than he was than the other one was. He's moving a bit quick. Let's see if he gets he's too far away. There we go. Look at that tick. One more. And we're gonna kill this raven. Hopefully my repper will keep up here. I did remember to bring cap boosters. So now that now that you're guys. in siege, you should turn them off and uh, just see how much you're. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, I mean it's really hard to both stream beyond camera and like I don't I don't know how a lot of the like eve streamers will do it to like juggle all those things. I'm not much of a multitasker, so I'm I'm backseat driving to help Brisk out here, guys. All right, we're shooting a little bit more here. Let me kill this one guy. We'll kill this raven. And then I think we're probably, uh, we'll call it uh, for that. No, but I'm, it looks I'm definitely like... seeing why the Phoenix would probably be the, the ship of choice for this. Like a, a, a Phoenix Haw, like you got an active shield, you got a uh, nice punchy missile, and uh, you don't have to juggle the cap nearly yep. as bad. I mean, that's, um, that's the one thing that sucks with these revs. But I, my understanding, uh, Nom Nom has run a bunch of these. My fellow CSM member, Anominate, uh, the Raven is dying super quick now. Uh, that's much better. We got an infested typhoon there here we now. Go. We're gonna shoot that guy. Uh, that that the the now rev we're with Strand. Exactly the rev that we are uh, that we're using now, and and the one that he had been working on uh, was going was pretty solid. There is the there is the typhoon. He's gonna die pretty quick. Yeah, these guys are dying really fast now that I'm sieged, which is nice. So that's that's probably what you want to do. But then again, the benefit is if I'm sieged, I'm stuck on grid for you know five minutes until I go red on my siege. So 
I think this is they did they did a pretty good job with these. I'm I'm interested in seeing how uh, the balancing works and and in terms of the loot and the rest of that kind of stuff. But that's I think that's enough for now. Uh, go ahead and just close this out and go this back to I'm really glad that screen, CCB so. is adding something that's going to get some capital ships in space again, right? Like that, exactly. that, that was one of the worst aspects of the scarcity shit is basically it broke the economy, not only just in the production sense, but it removed the incentive to put the stuff in space that's worth hunting. So essentially all there is to do in EVE currently, I mean, there's a lot more to do in EVE, but you have filaments, you got drifter holes, you got Kikimoras, and you got Oracle hunting, and you got people trying to defend Oracles, and that's cool. Like we 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 love us some kikis because they're a shitload of fun. Uh, but you know, CCB's gotta get people in space. The game is based around people in space blowing right. each other up and trying to keep each other from getting blown up. So uh, high fives all around. I'm I'm looking forward to more. I I, I love dreads. I'm like I'm I'm a, a dread nerd. So uh, you know, uh, I'm biased. Very good. Great. Uh, well, thank you for demonstrating that, Brisk. I think we've run a little so that, bit over, but I think we're a little bit over. But we want to give yeah. everybody a chance to take a look at that because again, yeah. this is probably the biggest thing. PVE-wise, we're going to see in a while. This is part of CCP's efforts to fix scarcity, uh, and it's also part of their efforts to create content. Now, whether or not that happens is up to everybody that, that's out there who has one of these ships and has to decide whether they think it's worth it to run these sites, and we'll find that out pretty quickly. But I do want to give them credit. And look, we, we criticize CCP all the time. This isn't a, we're, not try, we're not being paid here to shill for these guys. If this site sucks and nobody uses it, we will be the first to tell you that this site sucks and nobody uses it. But for now, I think that they're on the right track here and, and having something that's designed for capitals, for capital pilots, for like an end game kind of thing, at least PVE wise, is a good thing. And I'm looking forward to going out on a number of Schwo fleets to kill the guys that are running these things oh, yeah. in Horde Space, because I oh, know we're yeah. going to do that. It's going to be fun. So we'll see how this works out. Guys, we had... A lot of news this week. We had Brave moving to Pure Blind. We had the Pappy Snowden outing. <laughs> Our dear friend Shattered Armor appears to be, and he isn't denying it, at least not yet, yeah, that he ass. is Mr. Pappy Snowden. And we have these new crab modules that CCP has put out. Like right now, I'd say if you have a, if you want to find out more about these things, get out on. They're on Singularity. Go over to CC. Get a ship. They're cheap. Run them. See how. See what you think. See if you think it's a good idea. If you don't, it's a good idea. I'll. T I'd like to hear your feedback so we can provide it to CCP uh, CSM wise. But that has been the meta show for this week. Boss, you have any final closing thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's been a great show. It was fascinating. Got, I got to play a little Eve Online on our Eve Online stream for the first time in a in a hot minute. And, right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, Eve is Eve is heating up, guys. It's great. There's more people playing, and now CCB is giving us, or hopefully, giving us a reason to put stuff in space to blow it up. And people are making big mistakes on the big chessboard. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but it's interesting times. It's interesting times. I'm pumped for it. So yeah. uh, tune back in next week, and uh, we will see uh, who is uh, who is harvesting brave. <laughs> who's harvesting brave and what the next fucking leak is gonna be God exactly damn. right <laughs> all right everybody thank you all you you've been watching and joining us for the meta show for october the 2nd 2022 or 2021 we i, I was getting ahead of myself there we yeah. are 19 days away from eve vegas we're looking forward to seeing you guys there we'll catch you all next week on the meta show and you stay classy new eat